is in the know for Monday, May 17, the 137th day of 2021. There are 228 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Look back on the weekend and get you set for a first warm and humid week. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Welcome back. Thank you. I said Friday morning your week was ending the way mine was beginning. Yeah. It was... Uh, but I fared pretty well. It's quite a tumultuous week for yeah. us in the uh, yeah. in the schedule department and just trying to get uh, productive. Um, I guess we were productive in certain ways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, our five-year-old... Uh, her, <laughs> she's always had a very good sense of humor, yes. but her sense of humor is blossoming right in front of our eyes. She's She understands comedic things that she didn't understand comedic-wise six months ago. And so it's just really fun to watch her progress. But she has suddenly, she's at the age now where she appreciates the humor of Dr. Seuss. Whether that's how the Grinch stole Christmas, but last night you you all were watching Cat in the Hat, absolutely, and one she, of my favorites. She yeah. just belly laughs at <laughs> Cat in the Hat, and it's it's just so wonderful to hear. Uh, but it reminded me of something I read. A new poll has asked people which uh, which they thought was the best kids book of all time. The Cat in the Hat topped the list, followed by Winnie the Pooh, and third in line was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So Dr. Seuss is in the top two of uh, of three, but uh, she's, um, she's certainly marvelous to really listen to as much as watch when she's watching uh, things <laughs> like that. He's the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award, two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Windyville. He's Sam Gormley. And the sport. Morning, Sam. Morning, Rob. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Ready for a big week? Yes. <laughs> Lots of activities. You got Especially at the end of the week. Sports. Yeah. Well, we don't have any games as far as for us no. this week. There are games. Yeah. Tennis has a regional tournament continuing tonight. And then so. you might want to update the broadcast schedule uh, or update the schedule some oh. people may be using because... Well, I guess that, that message didn't get relayed then. Yeah, no, that, that game is no more today. Also got uh, K105 Digital Productions will be carrying uh, Grayson County High School commencement on Friday evening. Still on Friday evening uh, right now. So it's going to be um, going to be a big uh, and Maybe a little toasty, but exciting week. Uh, you'll be able to. How is Green Eggs and Ham not in the top three? That's uh, that's my question. It might have been at four. I, do, yeah, I only gave you the I only gave you the top three. I'd go Green Eggs and Ham before I'd go the Grinch. Big day today, um, just in the sense that not that we're having a big celebration, but in the know was born ten years ago today. So crazy. Um. I wish I had the ambition or the time or the interest in planning a big birthday party, but I don't. So if no one else did, I certainly did not. And uh, 2,261 shows ago. Wow. And uh, sidebar, Sam, do you know who the first guest ever on In the Know was? It was well, I know... Misty's told me the story of the first show, because she was on the first show, was she not? She was, yeah. She's told me the story of how it happened. It was election day, by the way, in 2011. Okay. And we were having a gubernatorial uh, primary Okay. that so... day. David Williams. David Williams, okay. a longtime uh, servant in the legislature, and was running. He was on a ticket with Richie Farmer that day, and David Williams was the first Richie. ever guest on, on In the Know, so it's... Uphill or downhill from there, depending upon <laughs> depending upon how you choose. But it is kind of a staggering number: two thousand two hundred and sixty-one shows. I'm going to go. So who who does have the? Has Dennis passed Natalie for the record for the most? 
I don't know. I was not really trying to start a fight this morning, but uh, that's Sam. Sam Sam is the one that's uh, starting that, so you all have to take that up with him. I was trying to estimate probably out of 2261, I don't know, I've probably got, I'm probably here for what, 2180, 21, I mean, I don't know that I've missed a couple of hundred. I don't think, I don't think I've missed, I don't think that would be 10%. So I've not I've not missed ten percent of the shows. So I guess so. Happy birthday! I guess. <laughs> now I sit and look, and I go so forty four, so forty five hundred. I don't know. I don't know if I got forty five hundred in me or not. Almost to five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then there's that. Uh, following some of the latest news headlines today, well, I didn't even say anything about the weather forecast, except it's going to be our first warm and muggy pattern of the year. Uh, get ready for summer, or at least for it to feel that way. We'll see an isolated to scattered chance of rain today through Wednesday, but mostly going to remain dry. So don't let the don't let the small chance of rain fool you. Scattered thunderstorms, thirty percent chance and eighty today. Isolated thunderstorms, rain chance of twenty percent tonight, a low of sixty four. Scattered thunderstorms, thirty percent rain chance for tomorrow, and a high of eighty four. Anytime you get into this type of weather pattern, where you'll see late afternoon highs in the upper eighties, and the amount of humidity and moisture in the air, you could see a shower, you know, isolated shower for whatever. Uh, reason, but at least for that middle section of the week, the section when we we're trying to hold a Grayson County High School commencement graduation commencement outdoors, uh, looking very nice for Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, which are the three potential dates. But uh, fr- Friday is the current scheduled date for that event. So keeping an eye on the forecast. I don't. I'm seeing a lot of news coverage the last couple of weeks about things happening in the Gaza Strip. Uh, and I don't, you know, warplanes in the sky and a series of he- heavy airstrikes at several locations in Gaza City early on what is, it's our Monday, it's later for them now, but uh, on Monday, hours after Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu signaled the fourth war with Gaza's Hamas rulers would rage on, I am certainly no expert on Middle East and Middle East affairs. What I do know is that you could just pretty much read the Old Testament and it would tell you exactly what you need to know because that's been going on since the Old Testament and fighting over land, fighting over kingdoms, fighting over resources, fighting over people. But it is problematic just because anytime there's a skirmish or things are unsettled in portions of the world that are important to the United States, then it certainly has the interest and attentions of the United States and our leadership and of many Americans. Uh, Closer to home, the latest COVID totals from over the weekend, 1,333 new COVID cases combined over the weekend, 19 combined deaths over the weekend. The positivity rate below 3%. That's a good metric. 558 on Friday, Saturday, 488, Sunday, 287. Brings us to 452,537. The rolling seven-day positivity rate fell from Friday's 3% on the nose to 2.79% on Sunday. Hospitalizations decreased by 44 to 381 if you look at the COVID map. Still a few incidences uh, and instances of red in Webster, Adair, and Rockcastle counties. But Grayson and Hart are in the orange, but we're surrounded by Hardin, Breck, Ohio, Butler, and Edmondson that are in the yellow. So Grayson County teeter-tottering at 11.9 will be back under uh, will be back under 10, hopefully within the next day or so. But getting back again, we talked about being a little bit in one of those rollers where it kind of spikes back up and then rolls back down to the other side. At least that's the direction that we're. Hopeful for the governor went ahead and doubled down on his Thursday uh, announcement that he would follow the CDC guidelines and guidance to uh, basically emulate what the mask recommendations were from the CDC. Then on Friday, he kind of came along and said, we can all go home on June 11th. (laughs) He said, if we can just get to June 11th, 
most all of the uh, coronavirus-related capacity restrictions, as well as the state's mask mandate, will largely end on June 11th. He said to still be required on public transportation, schools, long-term care facilities, and other locations that will serve the most vulnerable. He said just one month from, he was speaking on Friday, life will almost fully uh, be back to normal. One month to give our 12 to 15-year-olds the necessary time to get vaccinated. One month also gives notice and time to everyone else who has not received their shot of hope. We did cross over the 1.9 million mark, and that's about 53% of Kentucky adults have received at least one dose. So um, I don't, I'm not sure what the next month looks like. I don't know if that means that uh, people will say, well, we're, it's, it's happening a month from now, so I'm just going to do away with any of my precautions or any of my efforts to try and uh, maintain social distancing or whatever that might be. Or if people say, well, we can see the finish line from here. It's going to be easy to you know, do what we need to do from now until June 11th. I, um, I guess I am surprised at the number of people that are confused or maybe not willing to listen to the CDC recommendations that came out last week. It's been puzzling to me because, I mean, I'm not surprised because we, we stay somewhat confused as a people, as a, as a humanity. We're not quite sure. We're somewhat cynical when we hear something like, I don't know if I can believe that or not. But for the last 15 months, we have increasingly relied, a large segment of people have been increasingly relying upon information from, say, the gubernatorial administration or the CDC or the Dr. Fauci or the other uh, NIH talking heads. And now, and, and so we've, we've modeled our behavior after the recommendations that they're making. And then they suddenly show up one day and say, our recommendations are now to stop doing all the things that we've been telling you to do for the for let's just say the last year in using round numbers but then a lot of people refuse to take their advice and go, oh I, I refuse to believe that you know what you're talking about but yet we were listening to them for the last year so why my question is why is it so weird to us as humans that we suddenly can change our behaviors when they tell us it's okay to do so I don't know, but I am observing people be puzzled at it. I think the the biggest thing is that people, I think it just came so quick. And I think now we're in this, like, what, what? So just two weeks ago, it was we're still into this, and then all of a sudden it just seemed like one day they just picked a day out of the hat and said, okay, you're good. And it wasn't like it was a – everything that has happened with all of this in the past 15 months has been kind of phased in. You know, on this date, this will happen. On this date, this will happen. Very few things, except at the beginning when kind of everything shut down, has been abrupt. And this is kind of the first abrupt ending to it. And I think everybody's just kind of having to take the time and be like, whoa, that's just quick. I didn't know. I'm not sure what to expect when it comes to that. It's just kind of taking the time to process. We're an inter- interesting creature. I mean, that's we, that's as a humans. nice way of putting we're, it. We're interesting. I mean, we're we're... We, we take information and we rely upon people to give us information and we believe them. And then all of a sudden we decide we're not going to believe you when you tell us something different because we had decided things were a certain way. And it's just so it just strikes me as uh, it just kind of strikes me as as odd. Now the CDC is having to defend their decision to tell people they don't have to wear a mask if they're fully vaccinated. Like, well, wasn't that the point? From the very beginning, isn't this the point we were trying to get to? Why do we refuse? Why do some people refuse to believe them when they say, okay, it's time? I mean, isn't this the day we were we're looking forward to? I I mean, I I was. A huge amount of tragedy over the weekend at at, uh, Rough River Lake. A toddler has drowned at Falls of Rough after apparently falling into the water. Friday afternoon, about 3.30, multiple agencies uh, from Grayson and Breckenridge County uh, responded to a report of a missing two-year-old girl, Serenity Mansfield of Owensboro, down on Jenny Green Road and uh, near the uh, 
near the mansion area. The toddler was with her family when she disappeared about 3.15. The family was at the location for a wedding. The area where she went missing is near a series of cabins and swiftly moving Rough River uh, across a bridge from Grayson County into Breckenridge County. After the water was lowered at the uh, dam and the current eased, the Litchfield Fire Department put a rescue boat in the water at about 6.15 but had no success. Multiple dogs were utilized and a thorough search in a high grass, densely wooded area was undertaken by volunteers. Drones were also used to try and locate the missing child. Then about 7.30, just before Falls of Rough, a diver was going to enter the water. Her body was found by a farmer about six miles downstream from where she apparently fell into Rough River Lake. Grayson County Coroner Joe Brad Hudson responded to the scene, pronounced her uh, deceased. She was transported to the state Emmy's office in Louisville for autopsy. I don't, heartbreaking. Uh, I don't it's, know. It's I can't. Not terrible. It's... I've tried not to. I read about that on Friday and just tried not to think about it. Uh, There's all no weekend. words. I don't. Don't. Not sure. There's nothing I can say that's going to be helpful in this situation. A Hardin County woman has been sentenced to 20 years in prison after her wrong way DUI crash severely injured another motorist. 50-year-old Yvette Maria Perez of Radcliffe was found guilty in a Hardin County courtroom of first-degree assault, first-degree wanton endangerment, and her third DUI. She was additionally convicted of second-degree persistent felony offender, increasing her prison sentence from 10 to 20 years. In May last year, she drove south in the northbound lanes of the Patriot Parkway just outside of Elizabethtown. She struck a 21-year-old motorist head-on. She had a blood alcohol, uh, alcohol level of .173 more than three hours after the wreck. She must serve 85% of her sentence before being eligible for parole. Uh, she crashed into uh, the crash into suffered multiple injuries, including uh, two broken legs and a laceration to kidney and spleen. A Butler County man. Led police on a pursuit with speeds reaching nearly 150 miles per hour before running out of gas on Saturday. About 1 o'clock, state police clocked 47-year-old Stephen Alford of Round Hill driving 143 in a 2015 Ford Mustang on the eastbound Bluegrass Parkway. The Nelson County Sheriff's Office joined the pursuit before it came to an end at the 30-mile marker after Alford ran out of gas. Uh, the, uh, driver refused to exit the vehicle, had to be assisted by sheriff's deputies and KSP. He was arrested and charged, lodged in the Nelson County Detention Center. 150 miles per hour. If you're going to run. Wow. That gas shortage. um, It's hitting people. (laughs) If you're going to run, you might want to make sure you have the the horse to do it. (laughs) Make sure that your horse is been intended. That's right. A uh, Kentucky woman has struck and uh, was struck and killed on a Tennessee interstate after exiting her car. Nashville police said 28-year-old Jasmine Swain was traveling uh, the the car she was traveling in was stopped on I-40 after striking the center dividing wall. Investigators said the car had stopped in the middle of the interstate and was disabled. An oncoming car hit Swain and her brother, both from Louisville, after they got out of the car around 2 a.m. on Saturday morning. The driver who hit Swain told police he could not avoid the crash. 21-year-old Tristan Swain, her brother, was taken to Vanderbilt University Medical Center. The driver and three occupants of the car Swain was in were uninjured. Uh, Police said that neither of the drivers showed any signs of being impaired. It's terrible. It's uh, especially at the rate of speed that, you know, cars are moving. Especially two in the morning, too. where you don't, and it's dark, and I don't, no one is fully alert at two o'clock in the morning, I don't think. No. State police are conducting a fundraiser for Special Olympics starting today. The agency will park cruisers at 16 locations statewide for a week. People are encouraged to cover the cruisers with custom stickers for a minimum donation of $1. So be looking at that. Are there 16 posts? Yeah, yes. there are 16 posts around the state, so one in each uh, post district that they'll have those set up and raising money for the Special Olympics. Hendricks Motorsports finished 1, 2, 3, 4 yesterday. Uh, and uh, big big day. Um, Alex Bowman in the forty eight car finished first, but Rick Hendrick had uh, had a nice day. When you have the it cars that finished fourth, doesn't seem right to say Bowman in the forty eight. No, that's Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, it's it yeah, is kind of odd. Say, what no, Alex, that's, Alex, that, Alex. I don't follow NASCAR as close anymore, but that just doesn't seem right. And uh, the Preakness. 
Preakness can't even get anything right. Ron Bauer. I don't know who Ron Bauer is, but uh, wearing the pink silk, so don't be surprised if now Medina Spirit doesn't get disqualified from the Derby. Now that we don't have a we don't have a triple crown contender, that was going to be their real tough spot on what to do if won the Preakness. But now that's not all over, so let the chips fall where they may. But uh, no one will pay any attention. Sorry, Belmont. <laughs> it's just not going to be your year. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. So long, she been gone, gone, gone so long. I gone, 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 she been gone so long. She been gone, gone, gone so long. I gone, 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 she been gone so long. She been gone, gone, gone so long. Today is Pack Rat Day. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> Pack rats sometimes become hoarders. Yeah. So luckily, you've not crossed over into the hoarding zone. I don't think so. Not yet. Left alone. I'm not so sure. <laughs> but uh, you got some guardrails around you. Yeah. It's also Walnut Day today. I like walnuts. And Cherry Cobbler day today so uh you're not a big fan of cobblers nope cherry cobbler is not my favorite yeah, but i on. do like cobblers hang on so. just hang on to the cobbler if you'd like okay. i did uh t- and today also we mentioned at the top of the show is seeing the nose 10th birthday uh i saw uh i think i saw a few minutes ago that uh misty stopped by and left yes. a happy birthday comment um yeah i don't i don't i don't know whether to kiss her or kill her <laughs> I don't know what's a... Me either. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I, re- I still remember the initial uh, concept meeting for In the Know. And uh, famously, I was on speakerphone. I was not even in the building when uh, that conversation was occurring. But I do remember saying specifically the following words. I don't know what the show's going to become, but it can't be about me. <laughs> so I've used that several times as an example. To uh, modify things I might like to say, I just choose not to say them or I'll be speaking them right into uh, existence. (laughs) But let's see, the marching orders were it couldn't be something that occupied part of my day every day. It couldn't be about me. And so, to be clear, the show is not about me. So I guess I wasn't incorrect on that, but I don't think, I, I, I think my intent was not fully heard. On that, if that makes if that That's makes probably sense. A, probably a fair fair assumption. I also yeah. started out over there on the show where you are, Sam. So, um, and then well, and I was not even in here for no, a couple of you, years, yeah, other were, than just to fill in. Yeah, you were so. you were not here on a you were not here on a daily basis. Yep. Neither was I. Um, but <laughs> I think to be, I think it is fair to say that there was no. There was no mission statement for the show. Roadmap? Yeah, there was no... I mean, there was no... It it will just become what it's going to become. It will find its way. Um, But if we put forth the effort and we do it, and we attempt to do it at a high level, then I think it it will become successful. And I think I don't fully maybe understand in 2,261 attempts... What all that we've been able to what what all we've been able to do, and the number of things we've been able to wrap our arms around, but also the milestones that we've, <laughs> also the milestones that we have um, crossed over, um, but also some of the family members that we have. I mean, our children f- clearly won't listen to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they know they're about to be outed. Uh, I sometimes marvel that I, I sometimes marvel that my parents are part of the audience because I think they never know what's going to get told. <laughs> uh, I think I don't have any close friends because they fear that whatever they say or do is going to find its way to the show. That's not true. I have I have close friends, but who's who's the biggest celebrity you've had on the show? Goodness gracious! Who's you, or the even who's if the top three who comes who comes to mind? <laughs> not Grayson County related. Not Grayson County related. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you, Sam. Here, listen, Cameron Mills. Full disclosure. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I will tell you that. Serious business. I love the show. 
I I love doing the show. I don't I don't like having to fit the show in on days when it doesn't fit well, but that's not the that's not the job, right? That's not the role of the show. It it kind of has to be the thing. What I don't necessarily like is everything that goes around the other stuff you have to do in order to be able to do the show, if that makes sense. If I could just walk in and do it, that would be that would be great. And I'm to be clear, I don't want anyone to hear that as belly aching because I don't mean that. But what interested me in the business to begin with are closer to the things that I get to do during the show every day. So it appeals to me and it fulfills a part of me that makes the other stuff that you have to do more worth it because this is the byproduct of getting ready to do it. And if it helps people, if it serves the community, if it brings close people closer together, if it eliminates nonsense, I mean real nonsense, we get into some nonsense, but that's not the type of nonsense that I'm talking about, then then it serves its purpose and I'm, and I'm happy happy we are able to do it. Having said all of that, <laughs> after 2,260.5 events and attempts, <laughs> I have forgotten way more. And I have a great memory, but I have forgotten way more than I will remember about the show. Oftentimes, it's only until someone says to me, remember the time that this happened? And I go, oh, yeah, I do. I do remember that. So it just... It blend, it blurs all into a thing. It's its own organism. Um, so I, to answer your question about who, I don't, I, I don't know. Well, I'm just happy that when presented with the idea, um, I was able, well, we were able to get you on board. Not necessarily in the capacity that you wanted, but here we are. <laughs> so here's a good. Let me give you an Here's one. Uh, Steve Dash. Do you know who Steve Dash is? No, you don't. Sh- should I? Steve Dash played Michael Myers in the Friday the 13th oh. movies. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a good one. So Was he a good interview? I think that's right. Yeah, he was fine. But my point is, so is that is that a big celebrity? Is that Kim Kardashian? No. But I would have never remembered Steve Dash was on the show until I just happened to look up at this page and it says Steve Dash interview. I'm like, who's Steve Dash? I have to remember that. So that's my E.E. E. McGee. Oh, I mean. Maybe the biggest. That's, that's He's always good. The biggest celebrity. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't get bigger than him, does it? Hub Green. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, here's the other thing too that I'll say, and uh, that's kind of kind of Daryl to mention. The other thing that I enjoy about it is that because of Facebook, YouTube, the streams, the podcast, etc., it's there for you no matter where life has taken you. It enables you to come back home for at least a brief period of time each day if you choose to. And it is it is my goal. That's why you – I said a few weeks ago, one of these days I'll sit down and I will pay tribute to all of the various things. Like the show is really in all these little modules. It's in all these little elements are things that are things that have appealed to me that have said, oh, I love the way this person does that. Or I like I like the way – like there's a reason there's a minute and a half song that starts every show and there, there are themes and they're different. There are things to appeal to me. But there, there's a reason that I do that specifically. So it – what some people would say takes a while for the show to get going. That's just more of a all right. Gather in. Let's give let's give people a chance to uh, settle in and get going and connect and do all those things. Whether it's uh, there are a lot of CBS Sunday morning things that you know whether they're little factoids or little just drop ins. The chart toppers, the point, the pearl of wisdom, the like all those things are not necessarily things that I crafted. But the reason that a lot of them are are drifted around or uh, kind of wrapped around, Sam, when I mentioned some little small community that you're covering, it's for people like Daryl who might hear, you know, oh, I know where Black Rock is, and I know where that is. And so it's just, again, 
we 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 really um, we've always said without the audience, it's just people sitting in a room talking, <laughs> and sometimes. Well, I'm it is. Glad, <laughs> I'm glad that you got on board, and I'm glad that you're driving the show. Did I have any choice? I don't I know. Don't that think I, I don't you think did, I honey. had it. I don't think I had. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I had any choice. <laughs> I will. I will say there have been a couple of times people on the show though that were actually supposed to be participating. I would observe that sometimes they would just get caught spectating, and I would just burst them and shake their head and go, "What's going on here? What are these? What did I get myself into?" Pretty much. Name one other show that a Kentucky State Police trooper has Mirandized a large Angus bull. Name one other. I dare you. I, I can't. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think there is one. It can't be done. Then <laughs> you've had can't. a lot of really good guest co-hosts too. So that's another great thing. <laughs> we have our own trivia game. Yeah, I, I flipped through that a couple of weeks ago. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, we, we have. I didn't know own. a lot of them. Because a lot of them were before my time. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, the volume two is expected about, well, probably about volume four by now is expected about any time. All right, is there anything, um, is Sam, is there anything you want to know about the show that you don't know before we move on? Uh-oh. Like, you're one of the few people, well, I mean, of the three of us here today, you were not in the concept meeting. So no. you don't know all of the ins and outs and all of the nuance and all the 10 years. So I'm I'm giving you the opportunity to ask questions. And if you're watching and you want to ask a question that you've been curious to know the answer to, I'll, I'll, I can't promise you I'll answer. But <laughs> I, Well, now uh, i got to like do uh, some prep work or uh, something uh, now. At least field it. Think about it. Make a list of questions and how much time do we have and – do you want to know the worst interview of all time? Oh, you got one that comes to mind? Oh, dear. Oh, I know the worst interview of all time. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just saying I know. Yeah. <laughs> and so does Misty, by the way. Oh. Let's turn the mics off so we can figure out who it is. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in last show. That's uh, last show information. So, anyway. Happy birthday. Really, thanks for everybody kind of letting me reminisce there the last few minutes. I truly appreciate it. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Studies have shown that lying is bad for your health. Not just is it bad, but bad for your health. I guess your mental health mm, kind of thing. Uh, probably, yeah. Just, Makes sense. Or just yeah. the consequences in general, the downstream mm-hmm. consequences of it, and you know, things that don't work out on your More stress. Your stress has an That's impact. Right. That's why we have a show called In the Know. We want it mm-hmm. to be about knowledge, not about lying or flimsy facts. Or I was thinking during the break... Um, my favorite shows. So uh, you, you, there was a video during the show that it is. It's a good representation, but it's not a. It's not a certainly a complete representation of the ten years of the show. But you, you would unless you said to me, "Remember when the show went to American Idol?" I would have. I would have like. Oh yeah, we did do that. Uh, when we took the show to the final four. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did the show from the ballpark <laughs> at Arlington one morning, and then from around the final four in, was that 2014? Yep. Uh, because we did the show on a Monday morning, the morning after the national championship game, from our hotel, and then literally as soon as the Misty flew, yes, Beej and I drove. <laughs> Long drive. Because we had to haul all the gear home. We struck the set at shortly after 10 a.m. in Dallas, Texas, and we were home. We were here to do the show the next morning at 9 o'clock. So in 23 hours, we had to strike, 
drive from Dallas, Texas, sleep, and then be ready for the next day's show. So that's probably one of the toughest maneuvers that we've done. Um, but we did the, it. One of those, and, and it think, was good. It would be fun to have the digital productions, but that'd be a lot more work to. Yeah, absolutely. Get it on. Yeah, the show, you know, just things like that, the addition of uh, video and graphics and all that. Being on camera has changed a lot. We're still hoping, I'm still hoping next year to be able to do the show from Churchill Downs uh, when we get back to back to normal. It's been one of my, certainly one of my goals for a long time. I wanted to be able, if it's not, if it wasn't such a big lift to move the show around, I wanted to do a lot more remotes than, uh, than we had, than we had done. Uh, Misty it joins us by phone. Uh, morning, sister. Hello. Listen, I was on my way out to get my kiss, and uh, I've been in a meeting at 9. I have another one at 10. I'm not going to get there so that you can kiss me publicly for uh, <laughs> what now will be your legacy. But I just wanted the people to know that I was trying to get through, and then there was farm equipment, oh. and then there was Amish buggy. So the kiss can't happen today. Just, just put uh, it on hope. Well, it's no. There's a statute of limitations that ends at ten o'clock, so you'll just have to miss well, out. Do, I was just well, about to say. I was just about to offer favorite show. Do you have a favorite show? Um, gosh, you know, I would probably say the day we laughed so hard when we were talking about the jelly bean flavors, and you brought up the booger flavor, <laughs> and the only thing I could think of was. I have no comparison. I don't even know what Booker tastes like. And for some reason, we found that so funny. Like, it was so stupid moments. We've interviewed a lot of great people. Adam Crabb, um, Big Daddy Weave was on the show. You know, we've had, we've had a lot of great interviews over the years. Um, but I think more than anything, it was just those moments that we left for no reason because the fifth grade us got to go public every day. Yeah. Somebody gave <laughs> us keys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who else can say they do that for a living? So, uh, you know, you know I, there's one particular photograph. One, I love all the big year enders. Uh, some big big yeah. year enders are better than the others, but there's a euphoria about big year enders, and and for several of them, I know that I get to go somewhere right after they're right after they're over. But um, there's one show. It's a Fourth of July show, and it. It involves the Joe Dirt bits. It's the summer that Lauren Reisinger was here. Yeah. Uh, we were giving away fireworks on the air. And yep. I just, there's a photograph of all of us, and we are completely out of control. I mean, all sense <laughs> yeah. of order has been has been lost on the it's show. And anytime yeah. I see that photo, I'm, an, I'm immediately taken back to that day. Yeah. Yeah, no, we completely come unhinged. I think that's when you get to a place where we were all desperate for a vacation. We hadn't had it, and they still allowed us to go live every day, even though our mental health was stuck in fifth grade mode. Um, but, you know, I got to say, I'm, I'm like Christy. I appreciate the fact that you finally gave in and said, I'll drive the bus. You've done a great job. Um, you know, I know who that interview was that was the worst interview ever. Um, I called it and I, on break. And I'm yeah. pretty for sure. I'm pretty for sure that you were gone and left me driving the bus, and I couldn't get out of the ditch. I just kept backing up and ramming the bus right back into the ditch. I can verify all those things. <laughs> and over and over. And I think I think I finally came out of the break, and you didn't hear anything other than me beating my head on the table. Like, that was the only sound left before I turned off that day. It was, yeah. it was horrific. But you, you've done a great job. Congratulations on 10 years. I knew that it would make a difference in the community because I said to you from the beginning, we don't have to be good at it. We just have to be local. And you said, Missy, I won't do it unless I'm good at it. And you've been great at it. It was my pleasure and my honor to be a part of it for 9.35 years, whatever. The, I can't do math. Whatever it was. But um, I love it. I love it with all my heart. I love you all. I miss you. And um, it makes me cry. So proud of you guys. And I know that uh, you're, still, you're still bringing the community home every day for one hour. So congratulations. We love you, too. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Love you. All right. Talk to you again soon. That's Misty Thomas there. Got to get to a break. We'll come back celebrating 10 years of In the Know. We'll take a break. Be right back. Hang around. I'm back! 
MB's point to ponder for today. It's really going to kind of turn more into uh, MB's point of gratitude. I was thinking about the last few minutes. One of the most challenging things in this era of time is when you are willing to say something out loud, you have to suffer the consequences of having said it out loud. And it's different than if you are just a private person with your own social media channels or your own blog or your whatever. There's something much more complicated about it when you swim in the waters that we do. And I will I would be lying if I told you that when we added things like streaming and we added things like video if there weren't and things that would take us around the globe I would be lying to you if I told you that did not increase the anxiety levels of being able to be honest and open and also revealing of self and belief system and so with each of those that have been added, the ante has been upped because now you're reaching new people who don't necessarily have the same ideology as you do that then think that their voice is just as important as the one that we're offering sending out. And so there's a challenge to that and there's a nuance to that uh, because if you're just using, uh, just say, a, a radio station that's situated in Litchfield, Kentucky, you're kind of limited to the people that you can reach. And most likely, ideologically, they're at least a lot like you. Not that we not that we agree on everything, not that we believe the exact same thing. But what I'm trying to, what I'm taking the long way around of saying is this. Thank you to those of you who are here every day. That even if you don't believe or appreciate everything that uh, I say or opinion that is offered or data of any kind, thank you for the opportunity to present it to you and thank you for your patience and willingness in deciding whether you believe or you don't believe and if you don't, then just move on to the next thing. So we have largely, I have largely been able to operate in a space that even if you disagree with me, you're not necessarily feeling like that the rest of me is invalidated. Having said that, I try and run to the middle of as many issues as I can, or at least be willing to entertain an opposing viewpoint than the one I might be packing on my own. Do I get that all the time? No, I certainly don't get that right all of the time. But um, doing what we do, and it's it's not like we're watching Fox News here. It's not like we're operating Fox News. I, I know that. But we reach enough different people in enough different locations that people could be very annoying if they wanted to be. And that has not been our experience. And therefore, that is my gratitude. And I, I have, have never made any bones about if you don't like the content that you're getting – Maybe we're not for you. Maybe you need to move on to the next thing, and we love you just the same, even if you choose to do that. So by and large, what we do every day is enriching to us as people, and we hope that we're enriching you as people as well. Does that mean we're going to disagree? Absolutely we're going to disagree, but guess what? That's perfectly okay, and it's what built our country is having disagreements without being disagreeable or deciding that the other one doesn't have value. And in this 2021, now more than ever, we need to remember that we all have value, and what I believe is not many any more important than, than what you believe. So there are days, though, when I think, Ooh, what's this going to be? <laughs> there was a time several years ago when we were first experimenting with video when I got a real uh, dose and education of, rem of suddenly being aware that your facial expressions – may be telegraphing one thing when you don't mean for them to. 
and I was using a facial expression. I was so accustomed to being able to look at Misty or craft my face in a way that she knew exactly the tone that was about to come out of my mouth as soon as she stopped speaking. And I said something that was directed at her, but my facial expression led someone else to believe that I intended or intimated something else and they got their feelings hurt. And I thought, okay, that is the person, the person who felt that I did not feel the way about that person that they said that I did. And so, again, learning lesson, one of those, okay, so this is a. Well, and I spoke with them and shared your your part of that, and it worked out fine. Plus, if you're just around me all the time, my facial expressions are awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has nothing to do with anyone in the, has nothing to do with anyone in the, in the audience. My facial expressions are just. Don't take it personal. Yeah. No, don't don't take it personal <laughs> don't at take all. Anything personal because of let's see, th- a thirty-five year let's say let's just ballpark it and say a thirty-five year broadcasting career, and about four to five of it have been operating in a video space. So I've been free to be able to have the expression that I want that helps me at an audio level and all of a sudden like oh you need to you need to fix that and see that's the one that's the one positive that i have is that i for the most part have never really worked in a radio without the video portion Mm -hmm. oh so because even i mean former places we work video and everything into it (laughs) see the wave of the future i'm so expressive i have to wonder what people think when they watch me (laughs) like even right now i'm like i'm so expressive (laughs) (laughs) while i'm patiently waiting to ask a question I have this, and and you, so now that I'm going to tell you, you'll never you'll never not see it again. But I'll do the, I'll blink my eyes three times and look up and go. But <laughs> yes, yep. yeah, you know that look. Yeah, so does anyone who watches. Yep. And you but got the you just, got your face too, where you <laughs> somebody will say something and you'll go. Is that really what you think? I've seen that once or twice. It has to be maddening. <laughs> Well, I would just also encourage you, if I understand there are times that we probably make this look easy, and there are times that we certainly do not make it look easy. <laughs> but imagine trying to do this looking in the mirror, because that's what this is. It, it really is. This, yeah. it, this is doing the show with the advent, uh, the addition of video, this is doing the show in the mirror. Mm-hmm. More so you for anyone else then, too. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's, it is not always <laughs> fun at all. Uh, television tonight, the season three finale of The Neighborhood. Great show. Cedric the it. Entertainer, wonderful show. Season two finale of Bob, Hart, uh, Bob Hart's Abishola. The Voice, the top nine perform, and the NHL playoffs are on various channels. If you like hockey, then knock yourself out. Enjoy it. Have fun. More power to you. Today's highlight in history. This day, 1954, a unanimous U.S. Supreme Court handed down its Brown versus Board of Education of Topeka decision. The first Kentucky Derby was run this date in 1875. Wow. Birthdays today. Sugar Ray Leonard, 65. Bob Saget, 65. Jim Nance is 62. I would have thought he was older than that. I was a little surprised. I think I didn't watch a lot of the Byron Nelson yesterday, but I noticed I did not hear Jim Nance's voice on it. And so I don't know if he took a birthday trip. I don't know if he's ill. I don't know what he was doing. I, I know Nick Faldo was on there, but I didn't hear Jim Nance. Maybe I would just missed him. Enya is 60 today. Craig Ferguson is 59. Jordan Knight is 51. Sasha Alexander is 58. Gone but not forgotten. Dennis Hopper, born this date in 1936. Chart toppers. I saved just not very much time, but a second or two for chart toppers. 1963, Peter, Paul, and Mary, number one. The magic dragon lived by the sea. I mean, this is fine. Yeah, yeah I'm calling. Right. I think of, they'd always play this at the amusement park. <laughs> and the, What amusement park were you going to? <laughs> yeah, right. Right, because it is a little... Uh, uh, Kings Island, they they play it in the kids area by one of the uh, by one of the rides. Sense. Yeah. Nineteen seventy two, the Shy Lights, number one. Oh, girl. I just don't know how. Oh, 
I love the shot light, so girl. Maybe the most memorable chart topper that we ever got into was the one we just played last week. Was that "Tighten Up" by uh, Archie and the Dells? That we just became we <laughs> became unhinged that day over. Mario Speedwagon number one in eighty one. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you in ninety. Tim McGraw, please remember me in 99. Jordan Sparks, no air in 08. And Ed Sheeran, Shape of You, number one, four years ago today. Sam, I meant to ask you all, did you all win the golf scramble? Ha! Huh. No? We, I, we might have not finished last, which was our goal to not lose, but we had fun. You did the opposite of win? Yeah, I remember we had one shot that we felt really good about the closest to the pin. And we walked up there. It was within six feet. We're thinking, oh, maybe we can get in there. And we walk up, look at the sheet, and somebody's on there hole in one. Yeah. We're Brad, like, well. Brad Alexander yep. had a hole in one. Yep. That's and we right. thought, well, crap. Going to be hard to do better than a hole in one, it isn't is. it? It is. And we, we then, from that point on, it was a downhill slope. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Now and then, it's good to pause in our pursuit of happiness and just be happy. Now and then, it's good to pause in our pursuit of happiness and just be happy. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.